0: Everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. Fun, tiny, whiny nonsense that's not as fun as Doctor Who because Morgan gets confused, Janine. Morgan gets confused when it comes to time loop (laughs) movies. It was this movie that we're talking about today, even a time loop movie, or was it? as Jeffrey Wright said, in his slightly unusual accent that he was putting on in this movie, or at least that's what I thought. We'll get into that. What did he say, like time rearrangement? Yes. Or something like that. Not, it's not exactly time travel. Source no. Code isn't time travel. It is time rearrangement. That's the movie. That's the movie we're talking about today anyway, isn't it? I Source Code. From yes. 2011. Why this one?
1: Um, It was one I thought was a really interesting concept uh, when it came to the kind of the time loop idea. And it's not one I'm super familiar with. Like I haven't watched it a bunch of times, but uh, the few times I have seen it, I always am really intrigued. I always kind of forget what happens. So then it's like kind of new watching it again, which I appreciate. Um, So I just thought it would be an interesting one. I mean, there aren't too many time loop movies that kind of do something a little bit different and this one does so i definitely wanted to throw one in there that wasn't kind of the typical thing yeah
0: it's, it's definitely not typical because really when you boil it down to the to the bare bones edge of tomorrow is just groundhog day
1: essentially as yes. far
0: as the time loop is concerned it is literally just oh no you did that wrong do it again
1: Yes, and we're kind of closing out our series with one that's very much typical time loop situations, which so I will did be... a... Happy Death Day Happy and Death Happy Death, Death, Death Day, Day to you, which ups the stakes a little bit as well, but um, yeah, very kind of basic time loop premise with those movies uh, so I definitely wanted to throw a couple in there that were going to be a little bit different
0: when we talk about Happy Death Day, am I allowed to sing Happy Birthday? switch birth with death
1: yes because it's your birthday and you can do whatever you want it's oh, your party and you can change <laughs> lyrics if you want
0: to that thank you <laughs> thank th- Thank. you thank you for that but yeah i am excited to actually talk about this one uh today because it, it was one of those occasions that i knew would come up if we started getting into some sort of time travel movies where I just got like, wait, what? Yeah. What? (laughs) Explain. I'm too simple for this kind of thing, (laughs) Janine. Like straightforward (laughs) things.
1: Yeah. I mean, it does get a little complex, particularly at the end and how everything kind of ends up working out. But
0: I was actually quite pleased with myself. I was really, I I think it's just like plot wise when plot, and time concepts go a little bit too all not all over the place but go kind of one layer too far yeah i just i just really notice it and i'm just kind of like okay i'm out now sorry (laughs) it's too much (laughs) i can't i don't know where we are what day it is who man who who i am (laughs) what my name is or anything anymore. um but for most of this movie I was actually quite like okay yeah I'm getting it this is good into it it's like a really taut tense 90 minute thriller as well which is yeah. nice. It's always nice it keeps it fast, its it's fast paced and it, it likes being fast paced and Jake Gyllenhaal is lovely.
1: Yes, lovely. He's great in this.
0: Yes. I know we have to do a few things before we get into the meat of today's episode, though, Janine. What is one of those things?
1: Well, one of those wonderful things is it's Patreon shout-out day.
0: This is where we shout out all the patrons of It's a Wonderful Podcast, because simply they are just the best people in the source code. But they're not in the source code, because that's a... (laughs) Parallel reality, I think. I'm trying to remember what Jeffrey Wright told me. <laughs> I only watched it yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yes, they are glorious, wonderful people. If you would like to become a patron of It's a Wonderful Podcast, please just search It's a Wonderful Podcast on Patreon and find the tier that is right for you. It's that easy, really. It is absolutely that easy Janine would you like to start
1: I would huge thank you to our patron Maxwell Hadot,
0: and thank you to Amber Coates
1: thank you Abby Friel
0: thank you to Faris Muthana
1: thank you 90s comics box aka my big brother Justin
0: thank you video drew
1: thank you Adelaide
0: thank you to Corey Morissette.
1: Thank you, Christina Farrell.
0: Thank you to Heather Sabian.
1: Thank you, Megan McCurley, a.k.a. Dr. Megs.
0: Thank you, Marcus Burton.
1: Thank you, Movie Phenobese Steve.
0: Thank you to Jake Chakaveta.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Samir Tesfai.
0: Thank you, Patrick Harden.
1: Thank you, Carla Feast.
0: Thank you, Dwayne Burke.
1: Thank you, Adam Collins.
0: Thank you to Delicia Butler. Thank you, GG. Thank you to the great Ken Napsock.
1: Thank you to our good friends Tom and Kimber of Odd Shape Channel.
0: Thank you, of course, to Eric Garcia.
1: And thank you, Billy Pollahan. Yay. <laughs>
0: applause Woo-hoo. for the patrons. Applause. Yay. Applause. They deserve all the applause. They matter most. Well, that's offensive. That that's being <laughs> that's being unnecessary. That I, I didn't mean that. Everybody matters. Yes. Some people matter I'm getting confused. I'm getting I'm getting I'm am digging a hole for myself, Janine.
1: I mean I I I, I, was, think, I, was I think it's one step. Fair away to there. Say, I think it's fair to say our patrons matter just a little bit more to us
0: than most yes. people
1: because they, you know, they're they're putting out some support for us. So
0: I was one step away there from getting <laughs> unnecessarily aggressively political, and we don't want that.
1: Yes, no, oh, no, no, alternative cancellation. <laughs>
0: Sometimes we do. There'll be no cancellation of me today because I'm not a moron, Janine. No, you are not. I'm not a moron. We do actually have one more other fun thing to do, though, before we get into the main discussion. Janine, I believe we have what is commonly known as a voice message.
1: Yes, uh, it is, has a very interesting title. Uh, Anti-Tom <laughs> Cruise tomfoolery.
0: I'm about this title. <laughs>
1: So this is from our wonderful friend and patron, Steve, uh, who heard all about, you know, your somewhat uh, (laughs) satirical disdain of Tom Cruise. And uh, I, I think he might have something to say about it. So let's hear what he had to say. Morgan.
0: Wow. Janine is so skilled at making you watch stuff. You watched a Tom Cruise movie. I will forgive your 15 minutes of anti-Tom Cruise, anti-lizard tomfoolery at the beginning, but you watched Edge of Tomorrow. I commend you, Morgan. I mean, Bill Paxton? There's some fun stuff. Emily Blunt? Anyway... Thank you for watching it. You guys should have a VIP guest like Brianne Chandler, perhaps, on one of your episodes in the future. Love you guys. Have a fabulous week. (laughs) I just think Steve likes dramatically reading things.
1: I think he does. But I mean, he's good at it. So
0: he's good at it. He's good at it. You, you, You latch onto every word, he says. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> Even when the words don't mean a great deal, Steve. <laughs> and
1: he's always got to throw out the Brienne love, which I
0: appreciate. Of course, we all love Brienne. Yes. She, she's she's a, a glorious, wonderful person. Um. Yeah, she is. Um. What What's going on? What's going on? What's going on now? Steve's going on. That's what's going <laughs> on. Thank you, Steve, for that Thank wonderful you. voice message. We love yeah. you. We do. And uh, yeah, I did watch Edge of Tomorrow, and you may l- like Tom Cruise, Steve, but you know, we went through that whole discussion last week. <laughs> so go back and listen to that if you if you missed my uh, p- deep personal feelings towards Mr. Tom Cruise. Yes. <laughs> well, Janine, source code is it the most 2011 movie possible with its technology and? also references to various things yes 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 it is (laughs) it's particularly of its time but is is this in the period of jake gyllenhaal where he decided to do a load of weird thrillers but hadn't quite become kind of well i don't know he's not quite well, Jake Gyllenhaal's obviously been around for ages at this point, yeah. but I feel like there's this little period of time, which is around this movie, where Jake Gyllenhaal kind of wants to try and do. He, well, he's basically he's looking for Nightcrawler, and he hasn't found, found Nightcrawler it, yeah. <laughs> yet. He's done Zodiac; that's that's done, but he hasn't found Nightcrawler yet, Jimmy. You know? And look what he's. Got, he, 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 I suppose he's gone on to be in, he's gone on to be in the MCU since then.
1: Yeah, I mean around this time he did that uh, Prince of Persia film.
0: Yeah, see this is exactly what I'm yeah, talking about. He he's did, trying things, but he's he not. He did found. love Other
1: drugs, which was like a rom a rom com. He's trying which, various you know, things.
0: He's all yeah. over the place.
1: And then it wasn't until the next year when he did kind of his bigger one, End of Watch.
0: Okay. okay. And
1: Prisoners the year after that. So.
0: so there you go. He needed to find prisoners and nightcrawler and he was yeah. only a couple of years off doing it. But I really like him in this movie. Yeah. Like he's doing what he always does well, which is kind of being a bit, you know, inward of himself and introspective and kind of wide eyed nervousness, which he, he's very good at doing. But he's also being like really sweet. And kind and heartwarming. And wanting to save a bunch of people.
1: Yes. Which and is nice. he's he's even a little bit silly at moments as well, which, you know, he, is. he plays he plays all of that really well. He is a very likable person.
0: He is. <laughs> I always like I, I always like Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is a wonderful, wonderful actor, isn't he?
1: Yes. So um how did you feel about this concept and how it kind of differs a little bit from the typical time loop situation.
0: Well, what is the concept first and foremost?
1: <laughs> um, so this soldier, he gets his kind of consciousness put into this man on this train repeatedly to try to figure out because the train ends up exploding. So they kind of put his consciousness into the man of somebody who's on this train to try to figure out who has caused this explosion so that they can prevent later terrorist attacks from
0: happening. Yeah. yeah.
1: So seemingly this thing has already happened. There's no really stopping it or changing it, but they're able to kind of find this nugget of time where they can just put somebody in there in that moment to figure it out so that they can figure out who's doing it and they can stop them from doing later things because they do know that this person has plans to strike again so
0: and and Jeffrey Wright explains it in some such way which is something along the lines of when anything happens there is eight minutes after that where the brain or the time or the whatever carries on for a little bit, even though it's dead and gone and away. Yes. And we're capitalising on that right now.
1: So you have eight minutes every time you go in there to figure out what's going on and figure out a little yeah. bit more each time and then report back to us what you're seeing.
0: It takes him a couple of times to figure out what the hell's going it's on even and where happening. the hell he is. <laughs> yes. Which is is, is quite entertaining. But then he gets like a bombshell that he's been there for two months. Yeah. When I'm just thinking like, that doesn't make sense to me. Because (laughs) how's he been there for two months? But then like all of a sudden within the space of this day, like this is all supposed to happen on the same day. Is it not? This is where Morgan gets confused.
1: So I think probably just maybe the trauma to his mind is like,
0: excessive enough that he's not going
1: to be remembering he's gonna it's gonna be a moment where he kind of blanks out and doesn't remember what he was doing until like they do kind of give him those cues and then he starts kind of remembering things
0: but surely this 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 train bombing okay Mm -hmm. this train bombing the the crux of the movie Mm -hmm. happens On the same day that it is eventually resolved. Yes. So how the hell has Jake Gyllenhaal been there for two months? What's he been doing? He's not been doing so, this for two months because it's well, the same day.
1: Yes. So maybe they've been testing this program on other oh. things. And this is just the first one that actually was working because like, oh, they talk I about see. that. The guy whose body he gets into is like the same type of weight, body height, same kind of
0: oh, brain see. kind
1: of waves and situations. So that's why they're compatible and he can easily get put into that person's body. Um, Whereas, I'm so I'm assuming that they were testing out this program, this source code program for two months, trying to figure out, maybe trying to, you know, working with his brainwaves and whatever, and trying to figure see. out how to make it work um, with other attacks and other situations.
0: Right, because... And this is just the yes. one that
1: worked, yes.
0: See, this is, this is where movies like this, I always, for the love of God, I feel like such a simpleton. <laughs> I really do. There's something about... Very, very plotty movies that I am just like, what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I can't, what's happened there? Yeah. I really, I struggle. I need things explained to me like I'm a three-year-old. It's <laughs> ridiculous it's embarrassing really
1: no i mean these movies tend to be a little bit complex and you know you're kind of wanting to focus on other things so maybe some information kind of falls through the cracks when it's kind of just quickly explained yeah you know because you're focusing on something else that's going on especially when there's multiple kinds of bigger things happening so i mean i get time travel movies are always complicated and i think it's a testament to what makes a time travel movie good if you can pretty much understand and follow everything that's going on that's important yeah yeah definitely I, th- I think that out of everything that was happening that's a pretty small detail that you know it's not a big deal that you maybe got a is little it... confused about i don't think it takes away from the other things that are happening that you missed
0: that no i don't think yeah. it takes away from th- from the movie but i think it is an important detail to be honest with you i think uh, uh to this movie's credit Every single thing in it is an important detail. It is yeah. incredibly precise and incredibly, you know, there's, there's a hell of a lot of attention to detail in this movie. Is it Duncan Jones? Yes, Duncan Jones. Duncan mm-hmm. Jones or Little David Bowie, Bowie, as I call him. Yeah,
1: Baby Bowie. Mm-hmm.
0: Not Baby Bowie, that sounds like, <laughs> that's littler David Bowie. This is just <laughs> Little David Bowie. Um, who who did... What did he do? He did the Moon. Warcraft movie.
1: He did Moon, right? The
0: movie with Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. This is probably what he did after that movie, because I think that movie was 2009.
1: Yes, I believe so. So there you
0: go. But yeah, he's clearly... He knows what he wants to tell. He knows the weird sci-fi concept he wants to explore in this movie and he does it with such finesse it's really it's really quite impressive to be yeah, honest like... with you. Just because I don't maybe necessarily adore these types of movies or, or you know like really go for these kind of oh let's figure out the whole situation of the what the hell's happening here. I, you know me. I I don't tend to go for those a great deal, as opposed to let's sit back and give it to me, movie, give it to me. (laughs) Rather, I'm a, I'm a, a taker in a rush. (laughs)
1: yes in terms Um, of movies definitely like i know you to not like it's a a type of mystery type story where it's like dropping these clues and you're having to kind of look at different things particularly like a time loop movie where it's kind of a mystery situation where you're kind of having to take these different nuggets and put them together and figure them out you're not looking ahead at that you're just letting the story tell you what it's going to tell you and then it'll come together for you in the end you're not saying oh that guy was wearing a green hat and that means something that could happen later like you're not even trying to think ahead when you watch movies yeah. so
0: basically i would be abysmal <laughs> in jake gyllenhaal's position or or in, uh, in in colter stevens who sounds like some sort of american football player <laughs> um in, in his position i would be absolutely awful I'd be much more appropriate in the position of Vera Farmiga, who I also love, who's yeah. just sat behind a camera going, what have you found out?
1: What yeah. have you found out? Tell
0: me, tell me. What have you found? It's very important, Jake Hall. Come on, we've only got three For hours time, or whatever. Yeah. Um, actually, Vera is great in this movie as well. Michelle Monaghan's also in this movie. She's kind of great. Everybody's pretty good in this movie. Yeah. Act, from an acting standpoint, but I did find it funny that Jeffrey Wright seemed to be doing some sort of weird accent like this. He
1: does that quite a bit though. I think he does that quite a bit in everything. Like This is kn- not Jeffrey knows. Wright's
0: normal voice.
1: He knows he has a great voice. And so he, he always does. he always kind of does this projection type thing like when he's being a scientist or something. Like he but even in it. even in Casino Royale, he was kind of putting on this hey. He? I <laughs> yes. don't
0: remember it. I don't remember ever seeing Jeffrey Wright put on this weird voice before.
1: I I feel like he does it a lot, honestly.
0: Maybe he does. Maybe I haven't been watching the correct Jeffrey Wright movies. So but when, it was really the, quite noticeable. When the me What If,
1: when the What If Marvel series comes out, we'll see if he's putting on that voice. Is he in there? He narrates it.
0: Does he? Oh, <laughs> yeah. definitely, he'll be putting on this. He's voice a watcher.
1: Then. He's he's a, oh. a watcher. So, like, he kind of narrates. I think what's happening. He's the watcher. So, yeah.
0: Hello, I am Jeffrey Wright, and I am here to
1: I like he explain
0: does the entire. Marvel Cinematic Universe for you.
1: Yes, that's what, I feel like he does that a lot. I don't know how you haven't noticed that, but yeah. I
0: I don't know how I haven't noticed that.
1: He knows he has a great voice, so he's just like, I'm Felix Leiter, and hey, you want my money?
0: (laughs) Mr. Bond, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, That's going
0: a bit weird now. That's that's not Jeffrey right now. He needs to be more gravelly. Not gravelly. Hmm.
1: Yeah, a little little sandy back there, yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: but um, yeah, uh, I think he kind of that's (laughs) that's his version of gravitas, I think. Like, really, just like I'm the authority figure, I'm the scientist, I'm explaining something very smart. So, I need to say it very sharply.
0: I am Um, not saying it doesn't work, (laughs) I was just kind of like, oh, what's Jeffrey Wright doing? (laughs) Yeah, It it took me out of it a little bit, but you know me, I. Taking me out of a movie is always kind of a positive for me. I'm like the opposite to most people who like want to watch a movie and be, oh, I'm really engrossed by this movie. But I love just... This is why I love like weird little cameos in things, where it's just like, oh, look, that's Kurt Russell in this weird (laughs) scene of this one movie. I don't know if Kurt Russell's ever even done that. I was just thinking of somebody. But I, I like that rather than okay overcome me you know yeah I I like that in certain aspects fantasy aspects and that kind of thing but if it's if it's like a nice little thriller movie like this I loved spending half the movie going what's Jeffrey Wright doing with his voice (laughs) it was just very it was very entertaining for me
1: yes um. So he's kind of the person running the source code program and uh, kind of explains when, uh, you know, Coulter gets confused and just basically explains that, you know, every time he goes in, like, it's kind of a different reality. It's a different kind of timeline. Yeah. So he was like telling him, you could try to call me in this new timeline that you're in, but you wouldn't even be calling this version of me.
0: You'd be calling a different version of me. Yeah, so there's a little bit of, a, of <clears throat> parallel universes, and all of a sudden it starts to feel like a really confusing episode of Doctor Who.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Not one of the simple, nice, let's go to ancient Rome episodes of Doctor Who. No, 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 no. no.
1: This is a little bit of thinky.
0: <laughs> so A little bit some would say too thinky, but I wouldn't say this movie's too thinky. To be honest with you, because I think it does explain,
1: yeah, what it's trying to way, say
0: really, really quite well.
1: And it's like he's confused himself. So, like when they're explaining it to him, they're also kind of explaining it to us as well. Yeah,
0: makes sense. Which-
1: which I think is the one of the best ways to do exposition particularly in something like this when it you are kind of working with a high concept a plot and situation yeah. um you don't want to have someone really boringly just kind of saying everything that's happening but because your protagonist needs an explanation you get one as well so I think that's like probably the best way to do you know explaining an exposition in a situation like this
0: yeah it makes total sense I, I completely agree what you don't want to happen is what happened in the next karate kid Janine, <laughs> where hillary swank just goes my parents were killed in a car accident one year ago today i am now living with you grandmother and here <laughs> and is mr miyagi please leave me alone i am a rebel yes that was was what she said that That was literally
1: like what she said and it was very just like it was very cringe like you really couldn't you couldn't come up with a more organic way to tell us this without just like straight up saying it so yeah i think in a situation like this where you are working with something very complicated um you do want to have a simple explanation for the audience to get but you also don't want to um make it feel just weird like someone's just like no heavy clunky exposition.
0: Apologies I, for any noise you <laughs> may be hearing at the moment. I don't know what the hell's going on outside. But something is we're going to carry on. Sorry, I completely cut you off then.
1: No, no, no. That's okay. Um but yeah, I think getting those explanations from him uh definitely helped the flow of understanding and keeping up with what was happening. Um Now we can get into like the time loop situation where he is constantly going into the same situation every morning, waking up on this train in somebody else's body and face and trying to figure out, you know, who is blowing up this train every time, Um, running into the same people. um, Also, similarly to a Tom Cruise situation in uh, Edge of Tomorrow, where he's spending all of this time with Michelle Monaghan and um, kind of falling for her as, as the story goes on yes so since that is the theme of uh the series is time loops how did you feel about the time loop situations and you know what he does each time and like i said um it's very similar to tom cruise in spending all this time with your female person um and getting to know them through these series of what feels like you know repeated days uh and kind of falling for them and then there's also an underlying romantic element there on top of everything else did that all make sense did it all feel like it was too much or um did it feel like it did anything unique from other time loop situations
0: i mean to 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 an extent no in terms of the you know dealing with the same type of characters over and over again it is in that way quite similar to edge of tomorrow yeah you know where where you you almost become so familiar with what's going to happen that after a couple of tries, Jake Hall's kind of like, yeah, there's a piece of coffee spilling, and there's a, you know, some here comes the conductor with the ticket, and everything's key. He's one step ahead of everything that's going to happen. Yeah. At which point, Michelle Monaghan's like, mm, you're on one today. Who are you? This is all very new, Sean. She calls him Sean, because apparently that's what the guy's name was. Yes. Sean. He, you only someone... see Sean in the mirror that one time.
1: Yeah. he The only
0: time you see Sean.
1: Because she knows him. Like, I think they work together. They just know each other from being on the train all the time. Um,
0: oh, I and... don't know. I don't know. I think they might work together. I think they might both be teachers. That's what I got from it. But I really, look, we can't. We can't take what um <laughs> what I think seriously. I don't think <laughs> No, so <with> like <laughs> I
1: can never remember if it's because they're both teachers together or if it's just they commute on the train every day and that's how they know each other. Um
0: could be either all. I didn't see this I actually didn't see this train journey, as it were, as a going to work for the two of them kind of thing i just kind of figured it was just oh oh, they're on a train you know like sometimes like people will just go on a train somewhere yeah to chicago apparently because that's where the movie is
1: yes so i mean she does know him um she knows him the person that's sitting across from her that jake gyllenhaal's body's in so when yes she does communicate with him you know she's Very talking to him very familiarly, and he's just like, "Who are you? I don't know who you are."
0: Yeah, until a certain point when
1: he realizes he does kind of have to play along so that he can kind of figure out what's happening.
0: I think he's also very good at playing along, and to be honest with you, he's quite lucky because who the hell finds the bomb the third time exactly where it is?
1: Right, is incredibly fortunate. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I would have expected several thousand more goes of trying yeah. to figure out who's who and what's what. I mean, conveniently as well, it all happened to be happening on the same train carriage. This train is huge. How is everybody relevant and all things that are going on happening on the exact same carriage? What if it was 18 carriages down and okay. you were there try a lumber through the whole train
1: train and go to every bathroom and kind of look and see who's looking suspicious in every car so yeah he got pretty lucky that it was like his car the people in his area the bathroom on his part of this train um yeah but
0: then again janine this is a taut tense 90 minute thriller this is not a Two and a half hour drawn out. Where we drama. have time
1: to go down the whole train we, and we, figure we, out what's we happening.
0: We don't um, need to do that. It would make for a dreadful movie. This is not Train to Busan where you're fighting a load <laughs> of zombies, is it? This is not Snow where you're going through levels of a train to get to yeah. the top of the train. This is you're in a situation. You've got to deal with it. You haven't dealt with it yet. Start again. Start again. And you again. only have
1: eight minutes.
0: Each time. Annual. Yeah. It does. I give it credit for feeling less like the video game respawn aspect that Edge of Tomorrow had, because as we find out, Jake Gyllenhaal is actually dead himself.
1: Yes. So that is another interesting layer that does kind of set it apart from other Time Loop movies. Um, and the fact that it's just, he's not, at least at first he's not trying to save, stop something from happening. It's already happened. So the time loop is just to figure out who's done it. So it's kind of a who's done it as opposed to a save the day type situation.
0: It does turn quite, it turns quite early on. And I was thinking like, where's it going with the rest of this movie? Like we haven't had much of this movie yet. Yeah. And we, we now know, who the person is who has planted the bomb, the person has actually kind of been stopped now as well. And there's still, looking at my watch, significant
1: time time left in this
0: movie. Where is it going to go? And then it turns quite optimistically, I would say, in a... Unexpectedly optimistically, for me at least, I kind of figured it would be a... Yeah, mission accomplished. The kind of military scientific accomplishment that's just very kind of factual and that's that. Well done, you've done the job, carry on. Yeah. Rather than this kind of sentimental, romancy, romancy thing that we get for the last 15 minutes.
1: And even just a sentimental, like friendship that has built or respect that has built between vera farmiga and uh coulter stevens that you know she wants to respect his wishes and jeffrey wright just kind of wants to like he's gotten his prize thing so he wants to keep that going no vera farmiga
0: (laughs) open this door now i will not have source code jeopardized by you and your sentimental nonsense Yes. Um, That was pretty good.
1: Um, So, yeah, he, you know, gradually he goes in every eight minutes and tries to figure out who's doing this. And then he kind of gets more invested in like just wanting to save these people. And then, you know, Vera Farmiga and Jeffrey Wright have to keep telling him, you know, you're not saving anybody you're literally you can't you're just,
0: save these people these people have, have died these people already. died this morning
1: yes and he just doesn't want to believe that he can't save them somehow um so then he ultimately is revealed to him that yes he is dead he's already been dead and they're just using kind of his brain and his brain yeah, wave on and...
0: life support yes he's actually got only half a body
1: yes very and sinister. So... Yes. So I and mean, yeah, very very sci-fi kind of horror when you see him. It is. <laughs> um, it is. So they're kind of just using his, his the last little minutes of his brain functionality to run this program, and he was kind of like the first uh, subject that actually worked. Yeah. Um, so once he does find this out, like he asks them, "Hey, well, once I finish this, can you please just, you know, let me die?" Yeah. And, um, you know, they promise that they'll let him do that. And then once it works, he finds the guy, he stops it. Um, everyone who running Source Code is very excited. It's been a success, successful mission. And, you know, Vera Formiga wants to honor his wishes and let him die. And Jeffrey writes like, no, he's the only subject that we know so far this works on. We could save millions of people with him. Let's wipe his brain and do it again. Um, and she's out of respect for just spending time with him and talking him through these different situations. She's really endeared herself to him and respecting him, particularly, I think as maybe a fellow soldier as well. Yeah, because we do see her in uniform. So we know that, you know, she is, um, someone who has served or is serving, you know, as her job. Um, I appreciated that respect there that she wanted to honor his wishes, despite, Um, you know what the higher ups are telling her to do
0: yeah it's it's it took the time to actually go into that quite well I thought you know the the idea of let me you know let me die I am at the end of whatever I'm at the end of it's a very tough subject matter
1: yeah like even well, in the moment when he finds out That he's actually dead yeah. like When he's on the train He has you know Michelle Monaghan's character Call his dad And finds out that he he Is actually dead and that's how he Finds out and so then he questions you know Vera Farmiga about it and yeah. That's how he gets those answers Um, So yeah I do appreciate that There was kind of they took the time to really Build because yeah I mean It's a pretty fast paced movie um, yeah. But they took the time to build that relationship enough that you felt like she had enough respect for him to do that for him as a soldier, 100%. As, as somebody who served as well, um, as somebody who's been seeing him kind of stressed through this whole process and have to kind of cope with what is happening to him, and why he's doing this and why he's here and being the person to kind of help him navigate through that obviously a bond is going to form there so i appreciated that they took the time to make that make sense and make that feel valid
0: yeah uh i like how it, it just kind of dealt with the final moments of life almost yeah it, it, in it, it did so in a very very optimistic way though like there's a certain line in the movie that jake gyllenhaal says Where he's just kind of pond. Well, he's not pondering. Is the wrong word. He's kind of just watching the scene play out, and it's towards the end of the movie. And he's just he just says to Michelle Monaghan, "Just look at all this life." Yeah. And it's just it lets you sit there, and it, it it lets yeah it lets you sit there, take in that idea with the situation with his dad as well. Like when he rings his dad, like there's clearly been some sort of strained relationship there.
1: Yeah, that he feels a strong need to even want to call him in the first
0: place. Yeah, but he calls his his, his dad from the the train reality, not the yeah. real reality. Yeah. Um, and and kind of has a final talk with his dad whilst it's two months after he actually died, but he's. Sean at this point yeah so it's it's when you see the heavy emotion on jake gyllenhaal's face it's very well acted because it's it's a small part of the movie but it just adds another level of emotion to that The, the 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 kind of exploration of the final moments of life like yeah people in their final moments of life i don't know i haven't had a final moment of life thank god you know yeah but you see all the time people in their final moments of life wanting to close things out with with maybe with maybe people that had strained relationships you know you see this big scale all the time with with very well-known people yeah um isn't there something like uh, harold Ramis and bill murray when Harold yeah. Ramis passed away, Bill Murray finally, after all these years, actually I'm not went.
1: speaking to him, went and found him, just found where he was and went to him in his hospital bed, you know, the last moments of his life.
0: Yeah, to, to just to close out you know, not to leave any anything open that may yeah. be negative, which is, is is a is a nice it's a nice thought. It's a really nice thought. Yeah. Huh?
1: and it really shows him kind of just coming to terms with his situation with coming to terms with what, what's really been going on um and just accepting it
0: yeah it's it's acceptance is a big part of the movie but also in a weird way it's acceptance but of but a i don't know maybe it's a, a desire for some sort of afterlife. I mean, are we led to believe that? Look, Jake Gyllenhaal, okay, saves these people, doesn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so the, the the end of the movie, he's like Jake Gyllenhaal. Ultimately, I think, just kind of wants to end these people's lives in a happy way. Yeah. Which is a, a fantastic thought in in of itself. But then the train goes on, and that reality and all those people has become a new thing.
1: Yeah, it in never happened. Branch. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: You know, that never happened in the real reality, because there was the explosion, but the explosion's been solved now. The dude who, you know, the, the, the terrorist has been dealt with, Derek, whatever his name was, Derek, I think his name was actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Sad little man, get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> He's been dealt with. This reality is very much thriving now for these people. It is alive and well.
1: Yes, in, I love how particular... I love that scene, that ending where he kisses the girl and like he has the comedian who's been pretty much grouchy asshole all day making yeah. the people laugh. And we just kind of pan through the train and just see everyone really just being happy and upbeat for the first time in this like insane day um and they just kind of freeze frame and kind of pan through that moment i really liked that scene a lot
0: and then when they come out of the freeze frame and you get that realization it's just it adds even more to it yeah because it's just like he has he has actually saved these people jeffrey wright was all like no no these people have already died.
1: died yes you
0: cannot save these people it is the wrong it is a totally different reality but then we should have realized when he said that in the first place, it's a totally different reality then.
1: So in so a different reality, it these people line. did survive, yes. Exactly. Um, and him kind of coming to that realization, but even without knowing that and really, you know, he's been with these people all day. So the fact that like, it's been solved, they figured out who it was, source code done and finished. He does want his life ended, but he wants to go back in just one more time. So even if it's not real, even if it's not going to make a difference in the real world, he wants yeah. to try to go in and save these people and make it like a edge of tomorrow where we have to save the day, even yeah. with that kind of knowledge that, well, you know, obviously these people are already dead or whatever. Um, I still want to just spend my last moment before you, you know, shut me off to try to just save these people for real you know for my for my reality that i'm in right now for what i've been feeling you know i'm in so i I really loved that about the character that he just was so determined to just end going back in there one last time just so he could fix it and just know that he did everything he could do real or not i really liked that
0: i just never expect movies like this to have as much heart as this one did. Yeah. Like even edge of tomorrow like okay you had somewhat of a romance between Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt in you somewhat. Yes. And it was but it, it was almost more of a close friendship.
1: Yeah. But him being dead here it's like like you said there are all these really great themes of acceptance and um you know wanting yes and wanting to focus on the positives in life and you know mend bridges with people and that full acceptance that you know I think people want to have at the end of of life. Um, yeah. And enjoying the little things and all of these kind of really profound ideas about living life and what you're going to do with it. With the time that you have, so I loved those messages really standing out and making it. That was one of the things I think that also made it stand out a little bit more from other kind of time loop movies.
0: That isn't that isn't that a Gandalf quote that you just uh, said mentioning? (laughs) All we can do, or the what what is it now? What is the quote? (laughs) all we can know. do is the best with the time that is given to us oh, something something like, like that. that yeah something like that i'm trying to pick, i'm trying to hear ian mckellen's voice i've butchered that and i apologize people i apologize you know the, that just you know means the that only... i need to look that just means that i need to rewatch lord of the rings soon
1: you 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 know the only ian mckellen quote that i know and quote <laughs> regularly <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and is. it's not that <laughs> It's, it is not that. It is not that at all. <laughs> but, it, but look, I I think it should be added to to our Ian McKellen quote repertoire. And to be honest, it is in many people's Ian McKellen yes. quote so. repertoire. I just need to watch Lord of the Rings. It, it has been a while, admittedly. I apologise for that. But yeah, it is It is kind of about that. It is yes. kind of about that idea. And that's not to say, I don't think, that it's. it looks sadly upon death either i think it's quite you know you know it talks about acceptance of death yeah and it you know death's a part of life and hey the train might be your afterlife nobody knows do they this is the idea These is just kind of questions nobody truly knows about any sort of afterlife because well dead people don't speak <laughs> not a lot not unless they're a yeah. ghost but look oh. Ghosts exist. I'm in that. I'm in that camp. So, you you don't have to be in that camp with me. But I, I I'm I'm a believer in that kind of thing. So, I liked that it was also kind of touched upon uh, upon those thoughts as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, but we do get a little surprise.
0: A surprise.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, at the end when we think you know, he's only just saving this kind of fake reality for himself that he's actually done something and he's kind of expanded on the program of source code more than what even Jeffrey Wright in his uh, interesting way of talking. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's right.
0: (laughs) This was what I didn't understand at all, wasn't it? Janine, I'm going to need your explanation of this because up until that point, you know, like when Jake Gyllenhaal had saved everybody, and then life continued on the train. That was my ending of this movie.
1: Yeah, then he ends up getting a message to Vera Farmiga, and...
0: But Vera, Farmiga, but he gets this message to Vera Farmiga in the current time? How? How?
1: And that's what he's saying to her. He's like, this program works way differently than you think it does. So I think he actually was really able to do some kind of you know wibbledy wibbledy timey wimey situation and
0: (laughs) it's too much for me I I get confused I'm not scientific I can't think like that I I can't it's not in my nature (laughs) Janine (laughs) But yes, yes, yes. yeah, explain, explain. I do.
1: I mean, from what I mean, it is a bit confusing. From what I got from it, was that he actually was able to save the people in this timeline. Um, because yeah, how else was he able to get that message to her, you know, in the current timeline? Um, I so don't I think, know.
0: I think, it... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: Um do you want me to read the the wiki finale synopsis will that help
0: I <laughs> don't think it's going to help me because I know what happened I know what happened the the the, the knowing what happened doesn't confuse me the understanding well, I how think, I think it's also
1: me. the kind of alternate reality so I think maybe he's able to communicate with her from an alternate reality in the reality she's in
0: Yeah I'm out again <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> i would be terrible on doctor who
1: she's in the reality where all those people died that morning
0: but right. he was able
1: that they were able to catch the terrorist he changed something in a branch re- and created a new reality where those yeah. people survived and went on
0: oh but it's the same thing it's so not somehow, different universe yes
1: so somehow he was able to communicate to merge. to merge talk to her from the okay. reality where he survived and I communicate with her to the reality <laughs> that she's in and tell her that your program works in a right. crazy way that you didn't even expect.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they haven't even done it yet, have they? Yes. Right. So I just
1: just 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 for your peace of mind It says, as the world around him continues to progress beyond eight minutes, Stevens confirms his suspicion that source code is not merely a simulation, but rather a machine that allows him to create alternate timelines. Christina and he leave the train and go on a date in the same alternate reality. Goodwin receives Stevens' message. He tells her source code's true capability and asks her to help the alternate reality version of him
0: right but how is it right uh, uh, that's even more confusing you've just said it was a merge you know when things are on two i'm not saying little... it's you know a merge. i'm saying
1: <laughs> i'm saying he is communicating jeffrey wright said it from the start it creates different branches of I, get reality. I get that i get he is... that i get he survived in his branch of reality
0: Right from but his branch, one thing though—you can't yes. have two things.
1: Obviously, you can't. No, from no, no. His... You can
0: have two things. You can't Listen have one person <laughs> going from one thing into the other thing He's without not going a target.
1: He is not going into it, but he found a way to communicate with her from his timeline to the timeline that she's in. I don't know. That's not explained. Oh,
0: right. Well, I thought that was what it was explained. I thought that was what we were trying to figure out. <laughs> i understand that it's two different things yes but i don't know how it was interlinked yeah that's what confused
1: source code is a machine that allows you to create alternate timelines so he's in one timeline where he survives and he's able to get a message to the vera farmiga that he knew that he met in her timeline to let her know what source code can really do
0: are we sure he's not talking to the Vera Farmiga from, from, from the train surviving timeline? Because how on earth can he be... He can't possibly be talking. No, because time has been rewritten. That's what's happened, isn't it? Time has been rewritten. There is no longer a train explosion because we've already dealt with it and then we've just gone twinkle, twinkle, twinkle back. <laughs> That was the sound of a clock, apparently. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. twinkle, twinkle back. <laughs> back into that morning of that day that that the train did explode on.
1: You're right. But, but now, he, but now can,
0: she he saved the day. so So that train explosion doesn't actually take place. So now we're just back at the start of that day again. And it's a fine day.
1: So look at us we're trying we're like trying to figure did out it. this movie like did we watch this movie did we watch this movie <laughs>
0: Morgan. It's, it, um, i can't i can't with it though it's too science no
1: so i think what you're saying is is absolutely correct because when he does get the message to her his body hasn't been shut down yet no he, no so if it was the same timeline that we had been following this whole time he'd be dead and shut down Yeah. he shuts down his body so he is Success. alive yes we figured it out <laughs>
0: <laughs> applause applause
1: um, after looking oh. completely incompetent I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry people listening to
0: this <laughs> we are incompetent <laughs> how have people um, discovered this
1: yes so yes he does contact her from this new timeline that he's created but she kind of knows what's going on because she's obviously been working with him for these two months or whatever
0: Yes.
1: and he's telling her what source code can really do
0: getting Success. Yes. Okay. I <laughs> it it's a good movie. It is a very, very good movie. Yes. It was just that kind of last couple of minutes where I just Yeah, went,
1: where I'm like, <laughs> which version of her is he talking to? And yeah, that always kind of confused me a little bit, but
0: obviously. Maybe, maybe they went one step too far, but also maybe it's just the 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 different kind of movie to what I was maybe Looking for and expecting after, you know, kind of just finishing the movie or how I felt finishing the movie as this sentimental piece on saving people and living life and, and, and you know, accepting, you know, f- feeling very optimistic about, about about life and even about the last moments of life. You're yeah. still optimistic. Is it, you, that but feels this, like the a movie's really not final
1: ending. But the, yeah. then you, the movie reminds you that this is a time loop movie. Exactly. It's a, sci- <laughs> it's, this it's is, a is, sci-fi it's, time loop movie. Exactly. So we have to throw in this last little piece that might confuse you. But, hey, it's it's interesting. And now that I've kind of figured it out, embarrassingly, live in front of you people on this episode, um, yeah, I, I appreciate that.
0: Janine, you, you're far more sane than I am
1: well I mean you know I like I said this is not you know typically on this show I pick movies that I know really well that you've never seen this is not a movie I know really well this is a movie I've seen a couple times and I, I always like it every time I watch it but I never kind of you know it always feels new to me every time I watch it because of the complex things in it you know I never completely remember what happened so even watching it this time I really enjoyed it and it felt like almost the first time watching it because it had been so long since I saw it the last time yeah. and everything was kind of so complex that it, you know um I, I, really, I was resetting I did a time loop watching this like, like it was the first time um uh but I did want to have it in this series just because I wanted something that was a little bit different I didn't want to have all these kind of same similar you know movies because i didn't want i didn't want the series to feel like a time loop. no so i didn't want to pick something and i knew this movie did have time loop elements and it it did have some interesting sci-fi things and jake gyllenhaal is great and yeah i honestly chose this not really remembering completely everything that happened but i wanted to do something that was a little bit different than the typical time loop fare and that's why i threw it in here so um yeah <laughs> yeah sorry i sound like a complete moron but um you're you not know i think that's like a on moron. brand i'm or... the
0: one who sounds like a moron i think you've got this confused you you're the one who sounds like you know what you're talking about
1: i'm I, the well, one who can't figure i can things. sound what? like i know what i'm talking about obviously i don't know what i'm talking about because you who was more <laughs> confused than me actually explained what actually was going on so
0: <laughs> science <laughs> time loops will do that yes. to us Janine I, <laughs> look I knew there was going to be a movie in this series that would do this to me I don't <laughs> think it's going to be any of the others we're going to be talking about yes. um, I, I, I don't, think, I this think, was the I don't one. think
1: anyone's really going to listen to anything we have to say because obviously we don't know what we're
0: talking about <laughs> <I> <laughs> at all. I'm not saying we should be the ones programming source code Janine basically <laughs> we're just here talking about it that's what we do best Fair enough,
1: fair enough. But it
0: is a really great movie. I I would watch this one over Edge of Tomorrow.
1: Really? Okay, okay.
0: I really liked it. I really liked it. It was just, it was quick. And that's not because it's like fairly short, but it just felt really pacey. Yeah. It was gripping. Lovely, wonderful movie. Applause Janine for picking a good movie that confused us both quite a (laughs) little bit. (laughs) yes but it's a good movie good movie (laughs) it is anyway are we calling it there janine
1: i think we are
0: well morgan hasn't seen this show you are listening to right now we'll be back next wednesday with another time looper movie what have we got janine
1: we've got a romancy romancy one about time.
0: Yay! The romancy, romancy was my favourite part of this movie. Well, yeah. I wouldn't go that far, but it was a great part of this movie. I like romancy, romancy things. Yeah. About time, where we'll all pronounce Donal Gleeson correctly. Yes. <laughs> Domna <laughs> As it's correctly pronounced no it isn't obviously no.
1: only say it like that for spelling purposes
0: or for comedic <laughs> purposes Yes. because it sounds silly yeah That's Brandon, what how got. could you
1: do that to him
0: <laughs> poor, poor poor donald gleason for Donald reason. Anyway, that is what's coming up on Morgan Hasn't Seen next week. But this is not the only show we have on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. We have Machine Mondays every Monday with you, yourself over there, Janine, the machine talking all the schmo down things. Oh, yes. It's always fun on Machine Mondays. We also have It's a Wonderful podcast, the main show itself every Friday, where we show some love, celebrate, discover wonderful older movies uh they're they're great they're great what what did we do last week janine we did mr deeds goes to town we did (laughs) that was fun because mr deeds went to town what did he He do in town did he go did he go and buy a book did he go for a a drink did he Mm -hmm. go for something to eat what do people do when they go to town
1: (laughs) i think he did all that and more
0: (laughs) i think he did he did. He definitely did. Because we talked about it last week. ago so go and check out that episode right now. But It's a Wonderful Podcast. The main show will, of course, be back this Friday as well with me and, uh, and Nolan this Friday. There you go. You can find the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. All places podcasts are found. That is, of course, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CastBox and everywhere else or on Twitter at It's A Wonderful One. I already talked about the Patreon before. You need to remember that. Patreon.com slash It's A Wonderful One. Subscribe to the It's A Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel. Go and get your notifications and all that sort of stuff over there. Check out the videos we have there, the watch-alongs, Janine's reviews, my weird stuff that I do on my own, (laughs) and our Cobra Kai discussions that are currently taking place as well. Yeah. They're very, very fun. Um, I think that's it, Janine. Apart from you can find me on Twitter at the Purple Dawn with the three instead of the E in the because Janine.
1: There is the magic number.
0: The show on Twitter and it's a wonderful one. Me on Instagram at the Purple Dawn and Janine. All your glorious, wonderful stuff is there. Is is there. There it is. Where is it? <laughs>
1: You can find me at Janine underscore on Twitter, Janine DeBean on Instagram. And if you want to get any merch for any of our shows or check out any of my artwork, you can find all of that at my TeePublic shop at G9Design.
0: Janine, you know exactly what I'm going to ask you to do. I don't even need to say it. Just do it. <laughs> Three, two,
1: one.
0: Bye. Bye. I think we've found a new recurring character.